I'm Cam. I'm Casey. And we would be hanging out a lot this summer. But are unfortunately separated by quarantine. He's in Maryland. And he's in New Mexico. So we figured we'd start planning the road trip now. Every week we'll pitch a song to create the perfect road trip playlist. And probably veer off topic quite a bit. So this is Cam and, and Casey, Casey across the, the country. Hour <laughs> <laughs> two of the road trip is like we still want to belt our songs, but it's not the songs that came out recently so they're not in our recent memory so it's a lot of like childhood throwbacks that's still going to get the car involved because people can kind of dip towards the end of the first hour potentially especially if you're the driver and so this is going to be a way to like revive everybody in the car it's like we're going to keep the high energy at least till the end of hour two i think the first two hours have to stay high energy definitely and i think it should also be noted that there are a lot of 2000s bangers that are high energy but the tone ain't there you know i'm talking like coldplay viva la vida okay that is a a stone cold banger but it's not made to be a hype song so for that reason i think those kinds of songs are going to come later in the road trip um yeah but they were definitely like a lot of those songs came up when i was trying to find like the perfect song for this week um but i thought it's 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 tonally not quite there like i feel like the artist almost didn't intend for it to have that kind of energy that we all love yep because of what the lyrics are and stuff like that and how the rest of the project feels so just quick disclaimer um the song that has been chosen for this week is purely a hype song and was designed to be a banger and for all intents and purposes will probably forever be a banger <laughs> i'm expecting flow rider but i'm hoping it's not my guy you're close <laughs> oh, oh, oh okay <laughs> no i couldn't i couldn't I couldn't go with Flow Rider. I decided I was going to go with someone more, I would say more recognizable because this okay. is a radio hit for sure. Um, cool. This was probably the biggest hit in my fourth grade band class, without <laughs> a doubt. End of the year party. I think this was on repeat for about two hours. Um, silly string everywhere. Greasy pizza fingers touching everything. <laughs> without further ado, this is the Black Eyed Peas. Yeah. I got a feeling. <laughs> That absolute slapper oh of a God, song. God, it's a classic, dude. I played it the first time and immediately started bopping. Like, just first couple seconds. It was like it all came back to me. Um, Yeah, it's... Oh, man. Just roll a clip. It's perfect. I love this song. Oh, right, so okay. Much. It's in my playlist of... I have a playlist that's called Childhood Faves that is specifically only songs that I remember either audibly saying or thinking to myself, this is my favorite song. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's such a good idea. Between like the ages of seven and 12, probably. I bet that playlist, that playlist got to go crazy. It's got to have all kinds of, that's honestly what I struggled with the most was all the songs I found were like from 2007 Mm -hmm. and later. Cause that's like when I started like paying attention and remembering songs from the radio. Yeah. Or I wasn't sure. I think Pandora was just coming out then. Like I want to say that was starting to be a thing. Um like 2009, 2010ish. Um Probably. And so like just widening like get like listening to more songs every day. Um on my short list, I only have one song that's not between 2007 and 2010. Oh, interesting. Um, well, we did say 2000, super- so that that works. It worked. I was I was really trying to get it more balanced you know, just to kind of represent each part of the decade to then uh-huh. choose my favorite. But I couldn't. Honestly, all the bangers <laughs> that I considered a banger then and still consider are from the latter half because that's when I was, you know, paying attention to that kind of stuff. 
Yeah, it's when you start to form memories too. Like that's, I mean, I start to remember things around when I was seven, like two thousand seven. Okay, I'll roll. I got a feeling because this is also the best Black Eyed Peas song in my opinion. Okay, by far. I think Black Eyed Peas would be top three. I don't want to say generation because that's a little bit long, but like defining artists of that time period. I would agree. Yeah, I think so. They, I mean, so many classics, so many bangers. Um, easily a handful could have made the short list. This one is just so good. It had to make it on its own. <laughs> but they were, I remember seeing them as like, they were like the new definition of music if that makes mm -hmm. sense because like for a long time obviously when you're younger you grow up with your parents music and so or what they like so it was not uncommon that i would hear shania twain playing throughout <laughs> the day and i feel like around the time that i moved to virginia beach was about the time i started getting more into music like listening to the radio and stuff and listening to my own music and these this band, Black Eyed Peas, was one of the first groups where I was like, oh, this is what modern music is like. Yeah. And it's crazy. I feel like that's always stuck with me. Like, even when I see the cover of um, the album that the song features on, it still kind of brings me back to that time of like, oh, they're like, they're what, they're how music is going. You know, they're the future. They're the next wave. I can picture this album like on the iTunes store when I had my iPod touch. Because it was okay, one of yeah. the only yeah, yeah, yeah. songs that I think I had. Like, you had to go to the <laughs> iTunes store, like, on your Mac. Like, you didn't have, like, you couldn't have gotten it on the iPod, obviously. So you had to download it from your Mac. That's crazy, yep. Well, sticking with, I'm going to go with a song that's similar to yours. At oh, least I can't wait. in uh, structure. Because I think one of my favorite things about early 2000 songs is a type of nostalgia that I have for the music back then is songs that were, like, a rapper who wasn't even really, like, that big like not even a famous rap or just a kind of a corny rapper like very a, a very <laughs> pop rapper with okay, a yep. rock or pop hook with somebody else Ooh. famous and like that's every single song like <laughs> uh like yep. eminem and rihanna were like five of them um <laughs> and so the song that i'm choosing is airplanes by bob featuring oh my god <laughs> yes sir because i think this is probably one of my favorites from back then because i think to this day is probably the only rap verses that i can confidently rap all the way through i can <laughs> oh, rap most amazing. i can rap like a, a couple songs like confidently but or I can wrap them all the way through, but not as confidently. So I'll trip up a couple times. Probably I can. This one is embedded in my brain. Like I'm gonna be in the dementia ward in 2080, wrapping airplanes <laughs> by Bob. Beautiful. I didn't know who Haley Williams was at the time, and I now really like Haley Williams for other reasons because I think Paramore's a great band. She also shares the same birthday with me, so I have a song really? for Haley Williams. Yeah. Wow. And I like the. I like rock bands that are helmed by strong female vocalists, like Paramore, um, Lights, Mr. Wives. Hey, shout out Mr. Wives. Against the Current, I think, is one of them. <laughs> They're more punk, I guess. But, okay, I'll roll it first, because then I can think of some other things to talk about. So, let's roll the clip. Can we pretend that airplanes in the night sky like shooting stars? I can really 
She's really good on that song. So good. That song kind is of, so good. Because her vocals are very distinct because they're kind of rock influenced. Like they're a little raspy. Right. So having that on a pop song, like it's a rock singer and a rapper making a pop song. Like it's very, very distinct. What's crazy is that was definitely one of my favorite songs from around that time, like the late 2000s. Uh-huh. But it... I think it's testament to how many good songs there were in that period of time. Cause I didn't even appear anywhere on my short list. Like I didn't really? even come across that. Yeah. Like fully, as soon as you said that, I knew exactly what you're talking about. I was totally like back in, you know, 08, 09. I forget what year it came out. Um, it was either third or fourth grade, I think. Yeah. But it never came up when I was deciding what today's song would be. And that was crazy. I was worried that this was going to be too cliche of a pick, but I think it's just cause it sticks in my head. I like how the cover, I'm looking at the cover right now, and it says B.O.B. Airplanes featuring Haley Williams of Paramore. Like, Paramore wasn't big enough <laughs> yet, so they probably had to put it in there so it would get more notoriety. Because B.O.B. was huge. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the song that he did? We, we talked about Taylor Swift last week, but we can talk about her every week. We have to name drop Taylor oh. Swift every week. Yes, this is a Taylor Swift segment for this week's episode. But yeah, remember the song he did with Taylor Swift? That was a, that always felt weird to me because that was when she was in her big country phase. That's arguably the biggest crossover event since Endgame. That's crazy. Well, Endgame is the biggest crossover event since both of us featuring. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm excited to hear what your next one is. Are we going for multiples? Hold on, hold on. I have not figured out what my second place song is yet. You know what? Actually, yes, I have, and I hate to and I and I hate <laughs> to do it to you because I feel like there's no way this isn't on one of your lists, but. This is the only song that I have on my list from before 2007. Oh, I'm excited about who it is. I think I know who it is. If you say you don't like this song, you're lying. You're just straight up lying. No one in the world doesn't like this song. This is my girl, Avril Lavigne, with Complicated. I knew it. I knew it was Avril Lavigne. (laughs) Oh, yeah. A banger. I was wondering whether you were going to go with uh, Complicated or Skater Boy. I think Complicated is a better song. I was tempted by Skater Boy, but I don't know. I feel like I just lean more towards Complicated. I think I, I listened to it more, and I just heard it more when I was younger. Skater Boy is also a classic. I, I mean, no disrespect towards it, but Complicated for me is the bigger banger for this week. Skater Boy is more associated with Kids Bob to me than it is with Apple Levine. <laughs> you know how there are songs, oh I don't know God. if you had this, I don't know if you listen to Kids Bob a lot, but there are songs to me that are just embedded in my brain as Kids Bob. Like, I will never be able to listen to Breakaway by Kelly Clarkson because that's just a Kids Bob song. Arguably, that's the most disrespectful thing you've ever said. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good song. I, I, you're right. I have listened to Breakaway with Kelly Clarkson singing. But I think she's on it in... Really? The kid, there, there, there might be a Kids Bob version with her also. But she, was also, but she would have been like a kid when she came out with that song. She was probably like in her 20s. But yeah, there are songs that are just Kids Bob for me. That's hilarious. A whole Kids Bob. Do you have like your own Kids Bob playlist? You're like, these are the songs I only associate with Oh, I should make one. Kids Bops. <laughs> I think it would just be Kids Bop 9. I, I either had Kids Bop 9 or 7. Oh, I think I had 11. I had a handful of them from like... I'm going to look it up. Let's see. I don't remember how I came across them, but I think 11. Do they still even make Kids Bop? Like, is that still Yeah, I think thing? so. Like, what? 
how many volumes are there <laughs> it's got to be 40 i think um the kids Bop 2 now though is like riding off of the internet a lot more so it's like like i think their their reach is even bigger than it used to be because all like a lot of kids are on social media and so they have all those social media things and they're having big shows the thing that i remember is that there were like kids bop uh cds in happy meals one time Dude, yes that's what it was that's how i got them <laughs> that's definitely how i got them <laughs> it was like one through five oh and they only had like five songs each on them yes yeah they're almost like demo discs they like weren't the yeah they were basically demo discs that's hilarious that's okay it was definitely kids bop nine because it had crazy frog i remember that <laughs> and of course. yeah axel f the, the frog song and it has oh behind these hazel eyes that's the kelly clarkson one too that okay. is ruined no. <laughs> beverly hills by weezer oh man uh wake me up when september ends oh ponder <laughs> replay totally hold on feel we... good ink by gorillas this is god damn this is a good I think, one <laughs> i think we gotta have a whole i think we gotta dedicate some time at some point to comparing kids bop songs compared to the originals because like I, I just gave this a quick search to see if they were still around and the first image that comes up is kids bop kids god's plan okay and now i'm very curious like i want to know like obviously like drake's god's plan is a huge hit it's obviously going to be better than the kids bop version but like how many times do you think kids bop is actually like overseeded the original like they always get kind of memed for it but like i bet you every now and then there's like a, a diamond in the rough where it's like the kids kind of go for it <laughs> and it comes off better than the original i think there's a total place for kids bop i really appreciate what kids bop <laughs> does sometimes especially for catholic kids i grew up very catholic and a lot of songs have curse words and so i could listen to kids bop and still enjoy the song oh man <laughs> kids bop and veggie tales shout out to those two programs i think it is probably harder to do kids bop nowadays too because i think more songs are explicit than they used to be it's hard to tell because like when we were younger you know when we were like you know when the, these songs that we're talking about were coming out our only way of listening to music was on the radio which like of course is going to censor songs or only play songs that sound good you know that aren't fully explicit but now it's like you know i haven't listened to the radio in forever you know i use spotify primarily only actually i only use spotify and so almost every song that comes up that you know is either on a playlist or you know saved songs is explicit and that's yeah. just because my you know availability to music has increased dramatically since 10 years ago when you only get what the radio can play or what they deem is acceptable for public audiences so it's hard to tell like i i wonder that a lot myself like whether music is getting more explicit or if it's just we're more um oh shit what's the word i'm looking for it's more aware. available to us yeah we're more aware yeah. of explicit music now because we're not just limited by the radio well we're definitely more aware because i remember when i was little there's a rihanna song called snm and it was a popular radio song and my mom would change the station every time it came on. Really? Yeah, and I like didn't know why. Because I mean, that was before. 
It's the one that's like sex in the air. I oh love yeah, chain, of it. like chains and whips excite. Yeah, yeah, the classic yeah. banger. <laughs> uh, Didn't know what it meant I at the time. I cannot believe that that was like on the radio. Yeah, it's um, it's funny how it's funny to see what is censored and what isn't on radio songs because it really is just yeah. like you know the swear words that get bleeped out. But if the if the song's subject matter is like explicit in any degree it doesn't matter because they're not actually saying yeah. anything like how long ago was it that like a 50 shades of gray song was on it's like it itself isn't that explicit but like the movie and like book it represent like i don't know it's like the only thing that gets censored is like the very primary physical layer of the song like swear words yeah. and that's about it but context of the song like what the, what the lyrics are saying it does not matter at all <laughs> oh the other thing too about censorship though is there are certain songs that I know as censored songs because I remember them on the radio. Right. And I will go back and listen – or I'll not go back, but I'll listen to them now uncensored, and I think the censored version is better. Or, I'll, <laughs> like, it'll flow better for me. Interesting. I don't think the uncensored version of Payphone is as good as Payphone is when it's censored. <laughs> I forgot there was an explicit version of Payphone. <laughs> Dude, one more stupid love song I think works better than than dropping the f bomb there. I think it does. Yeah, I agree. It's unnecessary sometimes. I I mean I I curse all the time. I think I love it, but I there it's definitely a crutch sometimes. I think it definitely just feels like in his case when he's writing that song, I feel like it's not even something. At least I can't imagine something you'd even think about that much. Like you just mm-hmm. write it. You know, it's got an explicit word in it, so be it. And then you want to make it not explicit, so you just take a word out. You're like, oh, stupid, yeah. instead. Um, no one really puts the word stupid in their songs. Like That's just not really common vernacular, I feel like, for people writing songs. But yeah, it's silly. it definitely fits the song better than putting the F word in there. Too. Like, the F word is very sharp. Like, it's very, like, like it kind of comes out of nowhere. If I remember correctly, you're just kind of like, okay, whoa, whoa there. <laughs> you're like, damn. <laughs> A lot of people say, like, love is stupid. Like, stupid is, I feel like, yeah. uh, with associated with love a lot. So for, it fits there. Definitely. Okay, so again, I'm going to match yours. Every single one that you pick, I'm going to, like, match it with something. Okay. But... It's like we're playing chess with 2,000 songs. Yeah. So you picked a uh, high-energy, basically breakup song by a very powerful... Uh, female singer so i'm gonna do the same thing oh okay. and i'm gonna go okay. with unwritten by natasha beddingfield whoa okay i'm gonna i'm gonna say it right away i don't think i know that song actually do you, i was wondering if you didn't i think a lot of people know this song and you probably will know it when i do it do you know pocket full of sunshine oh yeah yeah of course it's it's her oh okay. so i'll play okay. the beginning of unwritten i think you know it actually i'll i'll play the beginning in the chorus for you right, i'm curious but i think you know it Dude, talk about empowering. Oh my god. Okay. Boy, oh boy, was I wrong. That is a classic. I remember that song vividly. I had no idea. What's it called? It's called Unwritten. All of the... I've, I'm picking songs with very distinct memories, I think. Because Unwritten, I remember... This is going to be very weird and like out there. Does AirTran still exist? AirTran? Is, uh... is that a real airline? Or did I make that up? I it doesn't sound familiar. <laughs> I can't say I'm Delta doesn't exist, right? No, Delta definitely exists. 
but like it got bought like southwest bought it oh did it i don't know maybe. okay i don't know i think it was either <laughs> delta or airtran it was a cheap interesting airline spirit um or sprint or it wasn't spirit, spirit. <laughs> i've never flown spirit <laughs> but i think it was my first air like airplane ride like we were going to florida oh interesting and okay. at the time there was no like screens or anything i mean i guess a lot of planes had screens but it was like a small it was a short trip so but all of the headrests had the radio like it had oh yeah i don't think it was even serious back then no, but like like the it was like each airline had their own little radio station i think because i remember even some southwest like had that this one had a radio station for like delta mm-hmm. and then it had a couple other radio stations and one of the other ones they had was radio disney Oh, um, interesting. Okay. And I remember hearing this song on Radio Disney, being obsessed with it. And then when I came home, like performing it with my babysitter because she really liked it. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Nice. Because the lyrics are really great. They're super clever. <laughs> um, it's super fun. It's like both kind of like a breakup song and a – it doesn't – have to be in reference to another like a romantic partner like it can just be about you right yeah it seems like by the verses it seems like it's clear about a romantic partner like a q song but uh, about a screw you song i'm sorry <laughs> everyone just hear that that, that car horn <laughs> but it's just such a fun jam song i don't know if it was ever on like a like a rock band or something but it should have been Bro, um, i think i had a dance routine to it it was god I'm it's a great here. song I'm over here cheesing to myself so damn hard because I also have like such a distinct memory attached to this song. But okay, good. It's, it's not at all like my first airplane flight, bro. I was sat in my living room in Washington State, uh-huh. like feeling some type of way about the movie Igor. You remember that movie? <laughs> And it ends with the skies parting <laughs> and this song coming on. <laughs> no way. And that memory is like so distinctly stamped in my mind. <laughs> I have never seen Igor. <laughs> Bro. That's unbelievable. Classic movie. But like every time I hear that song, I immediately think it's like this super washed out yellow scene, like all these like dirty gray clouds part and the sun comes out and it's like this kind of kind of big musical number at the end oh dude it's great <laughs> spoilers for igor by the way yeah sorry spoiler alert if you haven't watched igor a like 13 year old movie <laughs> this whole episode is just nostalgia the episode oh fully yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, i mean i feel, I feel like... bad that we're getting into nostalgia like on the second episode because episode two a, baby like, nostalgia at least this is this is positive nostalgia you know we're gonna yeah, we're gonna get into some 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 deep nostalgia later on in this road trip for sure. But for now, this yeah. was like the the first airplane ride or an animated movie I saw when I was younger. You know, it's it's the That's nice kind of kind of nostalgia. But oh my god, bro, <laughs> Igor movie. I haven't thought about that shit in so long. <laughs> I wanted to pick some ones that everyone knew, but some people forgot about. I feel like I forgot about Unwritten for a while. Yeah, I haven't I haven't thought about that song. And, I mean, I didn't even know it by name, as everyone heard a few minutes ago. Well, I'm glad to bring super- it back. I'm glad to bring it back to your psyche. Everyone deserves to have a little bit of Natasha Bedingfield on their Friday. Oh, good uh, Monday. On Monday. Their Monday. Monday. Yep. Evening. Monday. <laughs> yeah, for my for my final song, 
for this throwback episode. I have to go with, I feel like a fairly unheard of artist. At least I haven't heard of him since. And at the time, I didn't know who he was. But this is up there with all-time favorites. Even outside just the 2010s and the 2000s. All-time favorites because of the nostalgia and the sound and everything going on at the time. This is Teeny Tempa's Written in the Stars 2010 hit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bro, with this was like, I remember like the whole summer, like hanging out with one of my best friends, watching like soccer videos, playing that like stupid little penalty kick game online, if you remember that one. And we would just have this song on repeat. It was crazy. We loved this song so much. And I feel like it never got the respect it deserved as far as like a pop hit or a radio hit. Because I don't remember mm-hmm. really ever hearing it on the radio. Um, uh, unless, a little bit. Unless my local radio stations just didn't play it. They but just didn't like Tiny Tempo. <laughs> I remember having to go to YouTube. This was like, I really wasn't into YouTube at the time. But I would like get onto YouTube every day and be like, written in the stars teeny tempo <laughs> and like i was like every like three and a half minutes i'm like hitting the replay button i'm like let's get it again let's get it again <laughs> i forever will love this song associated with soccer so much i think because the 2010 nice. world cup it wasn't like one of the official songs but it was like associated with one of the sponsors i think because like obviously i like those songs you have wave and flag by kanan and waka waka by shakira the best one. i think those Unbelievable. were one of them was the official i forget but one of them like i think waka the waka. stars i think waka waka had the i think kanan was uh for like coca-cola oh you're sorry it was coke yeah yeah yeah. because wave and flag uh and written the stars are just timeless classics, but are so associated with the World Cup just because mm-hmm. they got played every game and every promotional video. And it's just, that's such a good time. I feel like 2010 World Cup, great memory. <laughs> World soccer, whether it be FIFA or the World Cup, has such a good soundtrack all the time. So good. And that, I mean, even FIFA, the video game, always consistently comes out with bangers. Like so many songs that I'm sure we'll be talking about. I found out through FIFA. Yeah, agreed. I think uh, I think it has to do with just the fact that it's like the whole world. Like FIFA is a world organization. I think so. so. Yeah. Kanan is a South African artist, I think, because that was South mm-hmm. Africa. Shakira is uh, Latina. I don't know where's she from. Is she from Mexico? No, she's from Brazil, right? I honestly do not know off the top of my head. I yeah, me neither. But. You, like I think the, just the diversity of artists just makes the music that much better. Yeah, and they're not afraid to get smaller artists as well. I mean, Shakira is not a small artist, but <laughs> like a lot of FIFA songs that I knew, and like you know, Teeny Tempo wasn't the biggest artist at the time. You know, we've talked about much bigger artists. He's British, I think. That's the start of your grime. That honestly probably kickstarted my love for grime and British music. <laughs> All from this one stupid world cup song that i love and adore with my whole heart yeah probably this is funny because i was not trying to match you in your next song because i wanted to do this song no matter what <laughs> oh, but yeah. it just so happens that it kind of fits with the same tone okay because it's another um very goofy kind of 
Oh yes. Anyway, mine is replay by Iaz. <laughs> dude, I was trying to find that song. No way, dude. I was. Lo- oh, yes, dude. I thought it was. Sir. Oh my god, bro. I spent so long. I could have sworn it was a Jason Derulo song, and I spent so long going through his discography. I went so long going through Jason Derulo's discography trying to find this song, and I was like, I just gave up. I was like, maybe Spotify doesn't have it. Dude, I totally forgot it wasn't Jason Derulo. Do oh, not disrespect my, my boy. I'm so happy you chose that song, though, because... Oh, um, this, is, this is the song that I think was my favorite growing up, like, without a doubt consistently there are songs that i have said were my favorite um but it would be i got a feeling or this i remember singing this song like in pe with classmates just like on a whim oh funny. like i remember it was a big enough it was like a banger and a big enough radio hit that like me and friends from school could just like sing it spontaneously like we knew the lyrics we could like geek at it and like laugh and have fun with it because everyone loved this song yeah can i say something potentially blasphemous because this is really just a nostalgia episode yeah go for it i think this is a timeless song oh (laughs) amen i think (laughs) i think it could come out now and still be a hit genuinely like the chorus is that catchy and that fun yeah, and the verses work really well. the um The bridge at the end is super a super fun elevation. I think the only thing that would hold it back is like one or two references to an iPod. I think he he said. Sure, a few times. you're right, you're right. But like, I totally agree. Like the the sound of the song, it's great. It would totally it would bang if it was released this year for sure. It's so good, and I I think I've put this on in my car a couple times and every single time everyone yells it certified classic certified to get everyone to sing to it for sure it's such a good childhood song well that's a that's a hour two down hour two we are probably i have no idea where we'd be on the road trip actually i don't know where i'm going with this we'd be out of maryland by now i think and next week since we're premiering the different themes i've decided to go with the theme of optimistically calm. So now we're into hour three. We're still very happy and very excited, but the vibe is a little bit calmer or a little bit slowed down. Interesting. I like that. Is there a, is there a time period? Or are we saying... No time any... period. Anything you want. Okay. So okay. it's just going to be songs that are positive and upbeat, but a little bit more relaxed. I like it. All right. So that's... Uh, Cam and Casey across the country, episode two. Thanks for listening.